Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part four in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. And then at work, that's like the the very next like ring of how you do relationships or where you're at work. Specifics work the same way there. So if someone is toxic or unhealthy, they will use generalities or caricatures or exaggeration where specifics, details, BCCD, clear, concise, direct about the specifics. That's how I would guide it. So that those are the two like close ones. If it's far away in this person, you don't see them very often, then you need to ask yourself the questions. Uh, does this need to be said? Does it need to be said now? And the last one, most important, does it need to be said by me? If this person is negatively affecting you and you don't see them very often at all, that is a you problem that you need to deal with your stuff because they're separated from you relationally. And that's one of the benefits of the, like, if for guys in the refuge, there's some pretty unhealthy people in your lives and that physical separation of time and of time gives you the opportunity to get healthy with yourself and have that healthy like identity and who you are and your value. Like you are just as important. You're not more important than they are, but you're just, you're just as important. So that's the, that was a very long answer to, to your question, but it, 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 I think it highlights the complexity of gossip and of unhealthy relationships and how we, we can't just say, kind of like we were talking about at the beginning, this really black and white, we don't talk about people. Like sometimes you have to talk about people when you're living with them. You have to figure it out. You can't or when you're in leadership it. or when you're managing mm-hmm. people or like, yep. it is really hard to go through life without talking about people when you're with people all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's about how you talk, like how you do it and taking ownership because when you talk about somebody and you're in a leadership position, any leadership position, so guys in the refuge, if you're in phase one and you're a house leader or if you're a house leader, you're in leadership. So anytime someone, you talk about somebody, you have this responsibility. I need to respond. I have to take it to take it to somebody so we can, it can be addressed well, but I can't just ignore it. Yeah. You know, you alluded to Matthew 18 earlier. I'm just going to read part of it from the message. Um, verse 15 says, if a fellow believer hurts you, go and tell him. Work it out between the two of you. If he listens, you've made a friend. If he won't listen. Take one or two others along with you so that the presence of witnesses will keep things honest and try again. If he still won't listen, tell the church. Um, it, you'll have to start over from scratch. Well, sorry, if he won't listen to the church, you'll have to start over from scratch, confront him with the need for repentance and offer again God's forgiving love. Yep. Um, I like that. I think it, it's obviously in the context of the church, you know, I think. I think just when I think of like interpersonal relationships, friendships, stuff like that, I think it is helpful to think, you know, if you've got, like you said earlier, Austin, it sounds so simple, but I do think a good rule of thumb for anybody who's trying to be healthy relationally, because again, we call this the relational recovery podcast, because at the end of the day, we're all in recovery. We're, we're all suffering from broken relationships and our broken relationships lead us to all of our unwanted behaviors. And gossip is one of those issues that really comes in between relational health. And I think it is a really good rule of thumb that you alluded to earlier when you said, you know, best practice by and large is when 
I'm offended and when I'm hurt, when I, when something comes at me that, that comes at me sideways, the best course of action, nine times out of 10, close to 10 out of 10 is to go to that person with curiosity, asking questions and, and asking that person about it and going to them straight away rather than waiting rather than, um, definitely rather than going and trying to process it with someone else, best course of action most of the time, if not all the time is to go to that person and talk to him about it. And, and I think where it gets tricky is I think, I think why often that doesn't happen is people try it and it doesn't go well. <laughs> uh, no, it rare, rarely does. Rarely does. Yeah. I think we have to acknowledge that, that that conversation that we're describing it's true that 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 can go poorly. It can go poorly. And I think then we don't, we're like, we're not going to do that again. I was in a conversation literally today. Okay. With a leader that I know that, that I help coach. And, um, they were like, you know, we were talking about this. We were, you know, we weren't talking about gossip. We were just talking about leadership. And they were like, and what came up in this group conversation was like talking about telling the truth to your team. And she was like, I've tried that. It doesn't work. And I was like, you know, tell me more. And she was like, well, I confronted, the, you know, this person on my team and they pushed back on me and they, they got really upset with me. And so I'm just, I don't, I, I don't want to do that anymore. You know? And I think that's the reality that probably a lot of people, why they struggle with this is, is they know there's a problem. They've tried to do that before. It didn't go well. And so what do they have left to do now other than just carry it or just try to try to diminish it and push it down or talk about it with other people? So what would you say to the person who's tried to go to that person? And I know, I know the biblical text here says to take someone with you. Um, I guess, how does that all play out though? If that initial conversation is, is, is goes so poorly. Uh, don't wait. Uh, think of this like a band-aid ripping a band-aid off um the lot like it, it is only going to get worse like using your the example you just brought up someone got really strong pushback from a team member if, if they went and spoke the truth and that person responded poorly then my my thought is is like the next possible time went like reasonable time like it could be a week it could be a couple of days could be the very next day or later on today, but having somebody else who shares what you're like without having, without like going around and like talk, grabbing people, like there's probably people who are aware of the situation, whatever situation it is. And don't like download your perspective with this person that you find this third party, third person. Say, like, Hey, I need to go have this difficult conversation with person X. Could you come with me and have this? So we, 10, 15 minutes. And then if they're like, sure, this is okay. Like if they go into it with op eyes wide open without preconceived notions, um, but just do it quickly. It's like, Hey, I just, can you come here? And just so there's a third party to see both sides. Um, don't try to advocate for your perspective. Like, you know, this person's going to be really angry. So be ready. Um, they're going to be angry about the, this, this, and this. Cause you know, I'm just like, I just, I said this and then they responded this way. You're just gossiping don't give them much of a runway to like build a build a case on one side or the other because you might be wrong in how you said it but if you think you did it 
in a very true, honest way, then it's going to be true and honest again with that person. So take that third person in, have that conversation. It's like, Hey, and once you get there with, with your, you know, neutral, neutral third person, be very honest and be like, the last conversation we had did not go well. You probably don't want to talk about it again, but the way you responded makes me think that this is a, this is a big deal to you and to me because your frustration, it's obvious something is off, obvious something is wrong and we are not agreeing on it. So I have a third, someone, I have this person, third party person gave him no head, no, no backstory. This is, this is what I said. Is that how you, is that, is that what you, what did you hear me say? So, and have them come back and forth and having that third person there, it's you are collectively as a group dealing with the problem between you two. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part five in our conversation. We'll see you then.